Hey everyone, uh, my name is Alex Bryant, and uh, I'm a diehard Panthers fan, and I have been following the team since inception. Um, a big problem that I have had is that continually throughout the entire time I've been a fan is that we are always un underappreciated for pretty much every player we've ever had. Um, Cam Newton was probably the most unappreciated player in the that I know of and ever um and uh this this guy I, I actually went to the Super Bowl he went uh he took this team where his weapons were um uh Ted Giddon Jr. um uh Jonathan Stewart D'Angelo Williams uh um Billy Brown um this team that didn't have a true number one or like an all-star running back even though I thought they were very good players uh to a Super Bowl and they were one I think they were the best offense in, in the league that year uh what is really tough is that we're kind of seeing that again this year um we brought all these players that were hand-picked by um these new coaches and that should already give us pause because we brought in uh Frank Reich as our head coach when he was in Indianapolis he had four full seasons there and he had three winning seasons there um he has also won a Super Bowl with the Eagles so we have a Super Bowl winning coach that we bring in to replace Matt Rule, who might be a top five worst coach of all time, and Steve Wilkes, who, poor guy, he had to take over the interim and did very well, um, but uh, he's not even close to the caliber that uh, Reich is. And not only that, is that we bring in Jim Caldwell, who's uh, won two Super Bowls with two different franchises. We bring in Thomas Brown, who's won a Super Bowl with the Rams. And we brought in Deuce Staley, who's also won a Super Bowl that controls uh, the running backs. So all four of these coaches uh, bring in these talented players, and everyone thinks that they're trash. But the coaches handpicked these players. So what, we're, we're smarter than these Super Bowl-winning coaches? That it just makes zero zero sense, and so I'm 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 creating like a little project that's that's debunking the narrative of how good these players are. So my first uh, this is the first episode. The first episode is going to be um, Miles Sanders. So Miles Sanders was handpicked by this organization. Not only was he handpicked, they didn't draft another running back. They didn't bring another running back in in free agency. Miles Sanders is their guy. These Super Bowl winning coaches brought in Miles Sanders to be their guy. And it's not like they brought in this terrible player. They brought in a guy that was a pro bowler last year. So I've, I've, I've been scurrying the internet and I've been trying to find a reason why Miles Sanders isn't very good. So I was like, okay, um, uh, pro football focus probably has it right, right? Like they probably um, understand something more than I do. But you go to their site and they rank Miles Sanders 23rd. And you say, okay, they probably, um, they probably have a, a, a pretty good reason. And the reason is, let's see if they can 
do it again. Let's see if uh, he can rush for 1,200 yards again. Well, I didn't know that rushing for 1,200 yards made you the 23rd best running back in the league, but apparently uh, Pro Football Focus thinks that 1,200 yards need to be done again to rank a, a running back higher than 23rd running back in the league. So then I was like, okay, fine. Let me just see who they have above him. Um, well, they have Brees Hall, which I think Brees Hall is a fine, is a good player. But Brees Hall tore his ACL. Brees Hall comes at number 10 on the rankings. Now we saw Saquon Barkley tear his ACL and wasn't the same player the next year. But the narrative is that Brees Hall is elite, played 11 games last year. That's a small, small sample size. But sure, he's... 13 spots higher than Miles Sanders. And it's not just like he's 13 spots higher than a starting running back in the league. He's 13 spots higher than a guy that made the Pro Bowl last year. Didn't only make the Pro Bowl, was in a Super Bowl. So we're we're talking about a guy who was the fifth leading rusher in the league. He was in a Super Bowl and made a Pro Bowler. Made, made a Pro Bowl. So then we talk about Brees Hall, who had a nice start to the season and then tore his ACL. That's, that doesn't mean he's a bad player, but we're automatically putting a guy that is coming off ACL surgery over a guy that was a Pro Bowler, played in the Super Bowl, and handpicked by four Super Bowl winning coaches. Okay, that doesn't make any sense, but let's just like keep going. Whatever, whatever theory that you want to have. Uh, so, uh, he, he goes to Carolina. Let's see if he can, he can keep it up. Let's see if he can, uh, repeat that in Carolina, which the connotation is that Eagles have a great offensive line and Panthers have a trash off offensive line. So there's no way he could repeat. Well, we picked up Dante Foreman, who was 26 years old and ran for 971 yards and probably would have gone 1,200 if Christian McCaffrey wasn't there for most a lot of the season. So just say, which is it's a gift, but say that if Dante Foreman lasted the whole year, he would have been a 1,200-yard rusher, which the coaches know that. And the coaches know that if he went the whole year, he would have been a 1,200-yard-plus rusher. But they still wanted Miles Sanders. So we're like already, already debunking the old theory because – uh, uh, Dante Foreman was uh, 26 last year and Miles Sanders is 25. So let's just take all, all of that away, right? Let's say, let's, let's just talk about historical um, uh, purposes um, and just trying to figure out wh- where, where they're going. So, um, so 25 is old, I guess, um, in running back years. Uh, let's see if he can do it again. Fine. Um, so I'm, I was trying to think of a, a guy that uh, was kind of a cast off from a team that like, like that didn't resign him and then uh, was 25 years old and like became a potential Hall of Famer. And I was I was thinking and I was thinking and I was thinking and then I, I found the, um, the Seahawks in uh, 2011. And I was like, you know what? Um, Marshawn Lynch uh, was was on the Bills um, and they they traded him to the Seahawks. Uh, pretty early on in his prime, it felt it felt like he was young. Um, so then I and I, I went and looked, and I looked at the 2011 season, 
And I was like, oh, well. So Marshawn Lynch was 25 years old, 5'11", 215, ran a 4-4-6-40, and ran for 1,204 yards and 12 touchdowns with three fumbles. And I was like, you know what? That, that sounds kind of f- familiar. So then I went to uh, a Miles Sanders last year, and uh, 25 years old, 5'11", 211 pounds, 4-4-9-40, and 1,269 yards, 11 touchdowns with two fumbles. And I said, wow, that's that's really, really, really similar. And I said, well, how, how, there, there's got to be something else. Like, he... They had to have like a weapon, like they didn't stack boxes, like, like let, let, what what else could have happened? So I looked at the rest of their team and I was like, there there have to, there has to be something else. And then I looked and I said, oh wait, Golden Tate, twenty three years old, five ten, two hundred pounds, four four, forty, thirty five receptions, three eighty two, three touchdowns. And then I looked at Terrace Marshall. 22 years old, 6'4", 200 pounds, 4'3", 8", 40, 28 receptions, 490, and one touchdown. Okay, so I go I go further. And then I go to uh, 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 Doug Baldwin and Sidney Rice. So Doug Baldwin, 23 years old, 5'11", 192 pounds, 4'6", 40, 51 receptions, 788, four touchdowns. Sidney Rice, 25 years old. 6'3", 200 pounds, 4'5", 40, 32 receptions, 484, two touchdowns. Okay, well, they probably don't have that on the Panthers this year. Wait, Thielen, 32 years old, 6'1", 192, 4'4", 9, 40, 70 receptions, 716, six touchdowns. DJ Shark, 26 years old, 6'3", 200 yards, 4'3", 440, 30 receptions, 502, three touchdowns. Oh, so we're saying that Marshawn was pretty much the same age, same situation, cast off from another team, and became potentially a Hall of Famer. So it's been done before. We know it's been done before, and we know that an older running back can do the same thing in a Carolina offense. But Miles Sanders is the 23rd best running back in the league. So I go a little bit further, and I was like, Oh, people are mad that they gave him the bag. It's like, okay, what's what's the bag that they gave him? So I go and I look at um, uh, everybody that uh, got paid this year and like what they're getting paid uh, uh, throughout the league. Uh, turns out that Miles Sanders this year, um, based on average contract, will be the twelfth highest paid running back in the league. And this was a, a player that was fifth in rushing last year, a Pro Bowler, went to a Super Bowl. And it's the 12th highest paid player in the league last year. Okay. All right. So, so that doesn't make, make a ton of sense. So we're, he got the bag as the 12th highest paid running back. So, all right, let's see the other free agents. Cause maybe like they got some, something happened where other people got paid less and, uh, and, um, and, and, uh, Miles Sanders got, got, got duped they got duped by paying miles sanders a lot of money so i go down the the, the free agents and i'm like all right so we have uh, uh josh jacobs the same age uh he has wow he has 1300 well 1232 touches 
5,800 yards and 40 touchdowns. That's uh, that's pretty impressive, but that's a that's a lot of touches that you probably you probably don't want to you know, pay that guy. So they gave him the, the franchise tag, which is uh, I think it's 10, 10 11 million. Um, whereas Miles Sanders is making six, a little over six million a year. So, but 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 it's only one year. It's only one year. So you only have to ha- pay him for one year. All right, we'll go to Barkley. He also got tagged. Um, he has 849 touches, uh, 4,041 yards, and 22 touchdowns. Wait, uh, that wait, that's that's his that's his. They're the same age. That's Barkley's career. Okay, well Sanders is making four million dollars, at least four million dollars less than Barkley. So let's see. I got I got Barkley with. 849 touches, 4,041 yards, and 22 touchdowns. I have Sanders as 863 touches, 4,973 yards, and 23 touchdowns. So a guy that has 900 more touchdowns. And I was like, okay, well, sorry, sorry. We we have Sanders. So if if, if Miles Sanders is is back at 23, then Saquon Barkley has to be back that far. Why why, why is Sanders at 6 and... My, wait, Sanders at twenty three and Saquon's at six. Uh, there, there's there's got to be there's got to be more more to this story. Okay, so we look at the other uh, free agent in the market, uh, David Montgomery. David Montgomery goes in, gets three years, eighteen million dollars, which is basically the same contract as um, as uh, Sanders. It's easier for Sanders. I mean, easier for the Panthers because we can manipulate that contract and you know um, and restructure because we have a longer period of time to take out my money. That's that's too deep. So let's, let's not let's not get into that right now. But so Montgomery, uh, which is same same as Sanders, and he's getting he has two hundred more touches, hundred and twenty less yards off of. 200 more touches and 120 less yards same price all right so we can't be mad that 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 the panthers got fleeced right because he outperformed montgomery and it's basically the same same money all right but but montgomery's gonna be the bell cow so so he should get paid that money well they just they just drafted a running back in the first round. So Lions are paying a running back $6 million to be a backup? And the Panthers got fleeced? It just... All right, so I'm still trying to figure out why is Miles Sanders the 23rd best running back in the league? And I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, and all right, cool. So let me, let me just let me keep going, right? Um, and so there's gotta be some advanced metrics why Miles Sanders isn't, isn't very good because it has, I mean, we were looking at the, the actual numbers and Miles Sanders is fine. Like he's really good. Actually. Uh, he was fifth in rushing last year. So I, I was like, let me, let me look in the advanced numbers. So I go and look at DVOA. If you don't know DVOA, I don't have time to like go into what that is. Uh, but basically, it's are we bet? How much better are you on the field than off the field? So I looked. 
And I was like, that's got to be where he's like really, really, really far down there. And I looked and I went to his DVOA last year. Miles Sanders is number six in the league in DVOA. He's the 23rd best running back going into 2023 based on pro football focus. He was sixth. This is a guy that made the Pro Bowl. This is a guy that uh, went to a Super Bowl. This is a guy that was handpicked by four Super Bowl winning coaches. And this is a guy that was number six in DVOA last year. It's got to be fantasy football, right? Got to be fantasy. People were like, just, they didn't get what they wanted out of him. So Eagles basically overperformed last year. Uh, not not over. I mean, they went. They did really really well last year. They were winning a lot of games. They sat their players late, um, and uh, towards the end, they started you know giving their players rest because you're winning the Super Bowl. You're gonna have the one seed. You wanted to like take a little bit off of them. So I looked up. You know, let me look up what they were like from week every week, and let me go through. Uh, you know, before they would have started uh, sitting players. Um, and we know how good he probably was in standard leagues because he was he wasn't catching passes. So I, w- I went to PPR, um, and he was tenth PPR points week one through fourteen. This is the twenty third best running back going into twenty twenty three, and he was the tenth best running back in football last year from week one to week fourteen. Okay, sure, sure, but we're not looking at week 14. Through week 14, we're the whole season. So I looked, and he was 15. And he dropped five spots because they had the, 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 the basically everything won. They were sitting starters at the end of the game, and they were resting going into the playoffs. But he's 15th in PPR, but we know that he would have been higher in standard because of how much he rushed for. He's the fifth leading rusher in the league with 11 touchdowns. Okay, so it's not it's not fantasy. Because they've, they've probably got it figured out, right? Fantasy has it figured out because, of course, they do. So they're, they don't think he's 23rd. So I was like, let's, let me look at, let me look at ADP because fantasy has it figured out. They're not going to have him 23rd because... Because he was tenth in in week one through fourteen, and then he was fifteenth after that. I go to <laughs> I go to Fantasy Pros and I look down. He's thirty third running backs ADP. There's thirty two teams, and he's thirty third. This is a guy handpicked by four Super Bowl coaches who was a pro bowler last year and went to a super bowl. All right. I am I am trying my hardest to figure it out. Trying trying my hardest. And then I looked at it. I looked at it some more. And I went to Twitter and I looked at all their tweet all the tweets. And they're like, "Well, he doesn't catch passes." And I was like, "He doesn't catch passes well?" Like, no, but he doesn't catch passes. Oh, all right. Well, let me, let me, let me look into it a little bit. 
So I went and looked, looked into it, and uh, I was like, oh, he was under Sirianni for two years, and he, and Sirianni targeted the running back 167 times out of the backfield. Why, why would that be? Why would he not target the running back? Well, I mean, you have A.J. Brown, you have uh, Dennis Smith Jr., uh, you, uh, not Dennis Smith Jr., that's a basketball player, <laughs> Devonta Smith, uh, Dallas Goddard, and, um, and you're running the ball so well because he's getting five yards of carry on the ground. And DVOA says he's the sixth best running back in the league. So why do you need to? Why does he need to catch passes in in that offense? So, 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 that's not a big part of Sirianni's game, obviously, because in the last two years, he's targeted running backs 167 times. All right, let's see what Miles Sanders did before that. So he had two years with Sirianni, and he had two years with uh, Doug Peterson. Wow, uh, Doug Peterson targeted running backs 211 times. So, what's that, 33% more times? Okay. Well, I mean, they had well, they probably had Darren Sproles. They had, they, they had other guys to catch passes, so Miles Sanders wasn't catching them. Oh, wow, Miles Sanders had 115 targets in a Peterson system? Oh, Oh, oh wow. Um, okay, well that's that's a that's a lot of targets. Um, uh, all right. Um, wow, they must not. Uh, they just might not have. The, uh, wh- wh- I don't, I have no idea. Uh, wh- why would why would they wh- why would they do that? Well, it's not going to be like Peterson system, even though Reich was under Peterson for the Philly Super Bowls. But Reich probably moved on and didn't target the running back any at all in Philly. And I was like, oh, last two years in Philly, Reich targeted the running back 241 times. 241 for Reich for two years. 211 for Peterson and 167 for um, for Sirianni. So I was like, well, let me, let, me, let me do a little bit of math here. Let me see kind of what, you know, what he would do if he was uh, – catching passes in a uh, in a Reich-style offense. So I did the math, and I was like, okay, so he did 115 under uh, Peterson, which is a close comp to, to Reich because they they kind of they kind of in the same system. So let me do 115 divided by 211 because it's 115 out of 211. Uh, and then I'll just multiply it by 241 because that's two years of, uh, of Reich. And, uh, uh, and then I'll... You know, multiply it by 0.7 because even though he the Eagles he was uh, he had a, a, a catch percentage of 0.76. Let's just say 0.7 just to 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 be good. And then uh, even though Reich um, has a, a longer yards per catch, let me take his uh, career average uh, yards per catch, which is 5.1. So I took all that and then I saw that he'd have 92 catches for 470 yards for the next two years. If everything averages out, if everything averages out mathematically, and this is me like kind of being kind because he could catch more as a rookie quarterback, probably going to get the, the running back more targets. You know, uh, everyone says that the, the, the pass catchers aren't very good. Um, 
let's see if he can get 1,200 yards in a Carolina offensive line that let Dante Foreman get 970 yards last year. So let me be kind and say <laughs> that, uh, that, that there's no way that, uh, uh, that he couldn't do more than that. That's like being, 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 being kind. And I was like, okay, let me, let me try to find like somewhere that that would be, be comparable. Um, and so I was looking, I was like, let's see somebody that's the same age. Um, and, uh, you know, similar games played. Um, so I, I looked at the last two years and I, and I look at Saquon Barkley, who is <laughs> pro football focus has him number six and Miles Sanders 23rd. And I look at it and I was like, okay, they both over the last two years, they both played 29 games over the last two years. Um, uh, Barkley has 457 rushing attempts, and Miles Sanders has 396. So he has 100, uh, what's that, uh, 61 more rushing attempts. Uh, but even though he has that much more run, rushing attempts, Saquon only has 1905 yards, and um, Sanders has uh, 2,023 yards. Okay, so we already automatically know that because of math, that Miles Sanders is going to have a higher average. Miles average Miles Sanders rushes for five point yard one yards a game, and um, and Barkley uh, rushes for four point two yards a game. Where we get we get in trouble is that uh, um, is Barkley catches more passes, right? Uh, so we have last two years. Uh, Barkley was ninety eight catches. 601 yards, 6.1 yards per reception, and two touchdowns. Well, we just said if we, in a Reich offense, in a generous sense, that Sanders would have 92 catches for 470 yards, and who knows how many got touchdowns, but, and we're going to say 5.1 yards per, per, per reception. Because at the end of the, in, end of the day, we don't know. All we can do is go off the data that we have. So if that happens... Miles Sanders would have 131 more yards receiving, and Sanders would have 118 more yards rushing on way fewer attempts. So, Miles Sanders would be uh, somebody do the math for me, and I will do the math later on the show. I'll put it on the screen. But Saquon would have slightly more yards on several more touches and he is the number six running back going into 2023 <laughs> and miles sanders is uh is the 23rd also saquon barkley tore his acl and has way more wear and tear on his body so the big question is are we the big question is, why do we feel this way about Miles Sanders? Maybe it's because he's like behind a really good offensive line. Fine. Really good offensive line. So uh, Saquon must have way, way more yards after contact. Last two years. Saquon averages 1.8 yards after contact. Miles Sanders averages 1.8 yards after contact. Okay. 
well, I mean, have you seen Saquon out in the open field, all the broken tackles that he's had? And this is, think about the touches that Miles Sanders has had compared to Saquon. Saquon has 16 broken tackles. Miles Sanders has 25. There is not an argument to be made that Miles Sanders is, however you want to put it, he is not a 23rd best running back in the league. Sure, say he's not Saquon Barkley. Whatever you want to say. But the big question is, is why do we think that Saquon's better? Why do we think that Brees Hall's better? Brees Hall's played 11 games and tore his ACL coming off ACL surgery. With a worse offensive line. Oh, wait. Does Saquon play for the Giants and Brees Hall play for the Jets? Is Miles Sanders and where's he? He's in Carolina. It's, it's just a question. I mean, I, I, I really don't know. But all I can say is that any advanced number or any data point that you can look at, you cannot find a way to show me that Miles Sanders is not at least above average. I would say he's a top 10 running back in the league, but it's hard for me to find a way that he's not. So, I mean, that's just something to think about. Um, I, I I would say that it's just easy based on me being a Panthers fan my entire life. I've watched uh, Cam get hated on. I've watched Steve Smith get hated on. I've watched all you can say about all the players in the league get hated on. DJ Moore. DJ Moore, let me, let me just make this quick point because it'll probably it'll be a point later on my in my in my series of this. DJ Moore by Pro Football Focus, which take that for what you will, but I I would say that everybody would agree that that's a good a good point. DJ Moore was 25th in the league in 25th uh, based on their rankings going into 2022. Adam Thielen was 19th going into 2022. DJ Moore has his worst season as a Panther, but he gets traded to Chicago. He's uh, what, he's uh, 16th, I remember now. He's 16th. He goes up nine spots by having a worse season. Adam Thielen has a pretty similar season yards and reception-wise. He goes down in touchdowns a little, and he was 19th. And now he's old. And now he is washed. Why, why, why would that be? Because is he in Carolina? So something to think about. Um, I'll do a lot more of these. I really appreciate you listening. Um, I, uh, I hope it's uh, informative. If you have any uh, comments or questions, uh, please feel free to reach out. And uh, I'll talk to you next time.